0: Wake up, head.
1: It's body turn!
0: Rock and roll will never die. At least not this Halloween.
1: Inverted, raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I, I did that by playing the record backwards. You kidding? Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll knight. big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut up! the thing, The is you. This message is meant for me. Now listen closely. <laughs> they will attack your eyes till
0: nothing remains but two bloody sockets.
1: Ladies
0: and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight.
1: Stay Scary Podcast. You know we're we're going to be living in the in the early to mid '80s for a while. I bought this. It's do you remember these the 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 tins of lip gloss yes. where you slid them open and they smell, smell that. so good. They smell it. Smell it. <sighs> Ooh. Right, bubblegum. Yeah,
2: bubblegum chemicalness. Smell mm. that lip balm. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> those <laughs> were the bumpkin lip balm. I loved those. If you didn't have the Bonnie I Bell lip this. smackers, I remember those. I don't too. like the. Well, there's a store near my office um, that now sells these like repro lip licking lip balm, like vintage slidey tins. Let's see if we can hear it. And yeah, <laughs> you know, the slidey, the slidey tin, and and then they also have they're they're not the official Bonnie Bell lip smackers, but they have like that sticky, you yep. know, it's like putting like maple syrup on your lips, and you're then you just have like these big goopy gummy blowjob mouth lips, <laughs> like just like glistening blowjob I'm
2: lips. So sorry, all you think of is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm putting on, putting my, on lip my, my lip it's not lip balm it's lip gloss it's lip gloss yeah bonnie yeah. bell lip
2: smackers was the lip gloss and it and looks like it should come out of a penis
1: yeah and yeah. it's just like slathering yeah. it on and 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 so you had you know so i preferred these because i always liked old fashionedy things when i was when i was like 12 and 13 and 14
2: years old so i always were drawn to these well so i very, hate to say this but a lot of the 80s 90s stuff is, is old fashionedy old-fashioned. now yeah
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> so gratifying
2: <laughs> that sound. And then you right? had to
1: carry everything in the little shitty uh, fake
2: leather Jordache purse. I remember those two. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. And Liz Claiborne. Yeah. Uh, or, or, uh, um, um, who, by the way, was loves Baby Soft. Associated with, with Satan. Satanism. Really? L- really? Yes. I remember, like, Liz Claiborne was rumored to be part of a satanic. Cult or something like well, that. Well, I remember the Procter and Gamble thing, which we'll probably get into. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. maybe this is a good this segue status, into uh, yes, yes. letting people know what the hell we're going to be talking yes, about. Well, and I, who I, we yes, are.
1: And, and welcome to Stay Scary Podcast, a, uh, a, a silly podcast about serious horror. My name is Lisa McCulgan. I'm Ian Kiefer. And this is our guest, I'm Matt Ferrara. Hi, Matt. Hi. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um,
0: so I'm uh, an author and a musician. Um, and I live in Salem, so i 'm kind of used to scary stuff year round
2: yay
1: uh,
0: so it's um it 's a pleasure to be here thanks
1: yeah thanks You're and welcome. if you listen to our our scary story episode, yes, the story that yin read the viewing the viewing, which I adored I well, adored thanks. the viewing by Matt forever, and we talked about all of like how absolutely horrible the embalming
2: process is yeah. How artificial it is! Artificial all death, the artifice, that the was, artifice of death, the artifice of death. Funeral homes, mm-hmm. which aren't really a That's home. Why put me yeah. in one of those. Put me
1: in one of those biodegradable bags.
0: Seriously, just put me out with the recycling.
2: Seriously, <laughs> I,
1: I want to donate my body to a body farm. Just like when, when you're done, like taking out the organs that you need, just throw my my corpse in a body farm and have people
2: study how it decomps. Or you can cut me up for science. Or you can mm-hmm. make you a tree do those, on me. One
1: of those body, uh, the 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 body uh, exhibit that was
2: at the museum. Oh, the, I yeah. would be so body honored works. to be at the Body Works body exhibit. Works. Yeah.
1: I took my cousin. <laughs> Somebody
2: would actually pay to see me there.
1: I took my cousin <laughs> Hannah to that years ago because, like, you know, there are a few people in my extended family that are creepy like myself, and you know, you sort of like recognize each other, like.
0: It's like do do the bodies um, that they choose. I've always wondered, like the ones that are playing basketball, are those actual basketball player bodies?
1: Interesting. Because if it's
0: matched to the lifestyle, mine would be the most boring body. (laughs) It would
2: just (laughs) be like a dude
0: (laughs) on a couch.
2: Exactly, (laughs) me on the couch, a couch
1: with with, like the Exorcist playing in the background (laughs)
2: and my phone. I'd be doing some yoga. I've been doing oh, a lot God, of yoga geez. lately. Yeah. I know. I know. No, I'm, I'm no, like, but that's fine. It's and ridiculous. That, that's good. But
1: you know, I, I, I unwind through sheer unmitigated gore. Anyway, so today, all today, today's episode is maybe, maybe a little less on on the gore side and and more on the side of our dark lord Satan. Uh, we are talking <laughs> our dark lord Peter Murphy. Our dark lord, Tony Danza. Uh, we are talking about the satanic panic, which, uh, you know, I think we're all roughly the same age. I'm 49. 46. Yeah. Oh, 43. So, yeah. So, you know, we were all of, of
2: a certain age to to, to remember the satanic Panic. I, I think, um, and if not, there's so much out there that kind of throws back to you know we can we can look back at like movies and things from. Uh,
0: satanic Panic is, I think, in large part prompted by, you know, what was The Exorcist '73. The ex-
1: yeah. The Exorcist. The Omen
0: was '76. Yep.
1: but there were ritual, Absolutely. there were ritual satanic movies, you know, back in the in the '60s. Some of the Hammer yeah. movies um, explored that, and Ros- then
0: Rosemary's Baby was '68. Yep. Right?
1: Yep. So building into this 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 fear of 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 Satan, but yeah, I think it really it, it, it definitely it definitely blew up probably 79, 80 and then carried into the 80s and 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 even into even into the 90s.
2: Yeah. To, well, to Anton an LaVey started the his of Satan. Tr- the Church of Satan no. in like the one is say in 66. Um, and he had oh, a kids show.
1: There goes oh. the microphone.
0: Don't. That was all Satan.
2: That was
1: it. Yeah, we'll blame <laughs> that on Satan. Satan, Satan did it. Satan dropped my mic.
2: Maybe Satan oh. had your uh, microphone before you got here. You could be on his microphone. I could, be,
1: I, could I could smell the residual sulfur. Dunk, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, because you know Satan. <laughs>
0: Brimstone <laughs> latte.
1: Satan drinks. Satan drinks the hot dog water at <laughs> at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs>
2: I wouldn't doubt it. I won't. I, I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. See,
1: I am a mass hole through and through, but man, Dunkin' Donuts sucks. Yeah, their coffee sucks. Their donuts suck. They suck.
0: I'm I'm so New England that I hate it, but I continue to drink it. Like like I, <sighs> I deserve know,
1: it's it. Just like you- <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: Satan through the ages,
1: Satan through the ages. I mean, I being the oldest, the oldest in the room here. Um, you know, I definitely, I was coming of age at the at the time that the in the Middle Ages. Yeah, <laughs> I was coming of age around you know in the early '80s, and when y- you started. Hearing the stories around the neighborhood about Ozzy Osbourne and backwards masking was like a huge thing, like spinning records backward, you know, trying to like to, to, to determine the messages and stuff like that. I did that. I, did I would, really? I would, I would play, you know, you had to like manually do yeah. that. You could do it with, yeah, you could do it with, yeah, you could do that with, yeah, do that with Um. Um. there's, there's backwards masking on the Purple Rain record. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. And what was Prince saying for people uh, to do? Hello,
1: how are you? I'm fine because I know the Lord is coming soon. So that wasn't really satanic, but um, yeah, it's at the end of it's at the end of which uh, album side was one. that? That's Purple Rain.
2: He did that on Purple Rain. Of, yeah, it's at
1: the end of side one. See, the end he's of side whole, one. He's
2: always a holy roller. So
1: yeah, that was uh, that's that backwards masking, but it was that whole thing. Like you know, they're telling you, you know, and there's a movie. There's actually there is actually a movie uh, that came out that that deals with that. And I don't know if you guys ever saw. It's called Trick or Treat from 1986. No. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's got cousin Skippy from. Uh,
2: from oh, from Family Times. Yeah. He Get plays, out.
1: He plays this metalhead who, like, you know, worships this heavy metal oh, guy. Oh, I might have seen that. This then. heavy metal guy that grew up in his hometown, but he gets killed in a horrible fire. And then the DJ feels sorry for him because he's a sad sack, you know, heavy metal loser guy. And he gives him, like, an acetate copy of the album that was supposed to come out, uh, this guy's record. And so he starts playing it, and it's got all these backwards messages. And, and it's telling him, you know, kill all the bullies in the town and, you know. It, and Skippy does this? It, it, it's, it's Skippy. Well, Skippy does this until it goes too far, and then Skippy tries to stop it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty good. So it's Skippy's, pretty good. A, Skippy's a
2: bad little dude for a
1: while. Yeah. Well, yeah, Skippy, Skippy's, well, he's an impressionable. That's the whole thing. So he you know,
0: kills the bullies, but he later on, kill, he decides it's, I, too, it's I, I, gone I too think, far? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think he kills. <laughs> The bullies. He, no, he doesn't kill them. Um,
0: Maybe he humiliates.
1: He them. He humiliates them. That's exactly what okay, happens. Okay, so he, like, he doesn't but the plans get, let become more and more sinister, and yeah. so and he's like, "Oh no, I don't want anything to do with that." But then, like, his friend like gets a hold of a copy of the record, and so like he starts to do it, and and it, yeah, yeah.
2: And that's what songs re- that's, in the key of death was the name songs of the record. In the key of death. Nice. Well, that's I'm telling you. That's and the, the guy playing
1: name. the guy playing the heavy metal dude was a solid gold dancer.
0: <laughs> solid I always business.
1: wanted to be Darcel.
2: If if you ever
1: get a chance, you have to watch the trailer. Watch the trailer for Trick or Treat. It's so
2: fucking funny. It's so so funny. So that's an interesting point you bring up because I feel like you know Satan has been the scapegoat, haha, with his cloven hooves and everything. Mm. But um, you know, for a lot of behavior that could really be linked more to other things like mental. Well, sure. Illness, social illness, spiritual illness, whatever you want to call it.
1: And there's, a, they're always gonna, you know, even, you know, with with Columbine and and blaming Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. for it, you know, and, and Marilyn, you know, and, and I'm no fan of I'm no fan of Brian Warner's, but um, you know, he. I uh, like
2: Marilyn Manson. Uh,
1: Marilyn right. Manson is a deeply problematic dude. Oh, he's a problem child. Yes, but uh, just but the way he treats women. Yeah. Um, but uh. You know, I had, you know, I definitely agreed with him then in the same way that, you know, um, the – oh, God – than the the guys who who shot themselves and blamed it on uh, it wasn't Iron Maiden it was
2: um, oh Judas, uh, Judas Priest, Judas Priest. Yeah. yeah and they were
1: that was at, what like eighty nine or something and they were trying to blame that on Judas Priest and I, I
2: I actually watched a documentary on that Judas Priest thing and it's Rob, a guy yeah oh. and and Rob Halford had, yeah he had to sing for people yeah. you know in the courtroom right um it it was over stained glass Heroes End was the song yep and do it. Do, Do it, it. <laughs> and you know it was. It, and and you had saw the interview with um, the parents of the kid who actually survived yeah. the gunshot blast. Yeah, and it said, horribly oh, disfigured. Face, yeah, yeah, horribly disfigured. He's still smoking cigarettes and and all this other stuff. But they went into the family history. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. To unpack with this kid and Judas Priest was the least of his problems. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's the same with the with the Columbine shooters. Like, you know, I don't even think they I don't even think they listened to Marilyn Manson, those two guys. I don't Mm -hmm. think they listened to Marilyn Manson. It was just a
2: convenient, you know, uh, scapegoat because, you know, here's Marilyn Manson. Ah, I'm scary and spooky. And it's that time. And this is going on. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I I
0: remember um, being colossally disappointed with how not scary a lot of these supposedly scary like metal artists were oh sure like the first like the before i ever heard ozzy i heard like by reputation he bites heads off of bats he's like gonna lead you down this path into satan worship and whatnot and i think the first ozzy song i heard was goodbye to romance
2: which- uh- <laughs> Yeah. Sounds
0: like a Beatles song, you know, and I'm like, "This is the Prince of Darkness." You
2: know? and <laughs> Solo? Oh, and Solo then you had the, the reality show that he was on. Yeah, you're I mean, just much like, later, "This guy can't like, tie his own shoes." <laughs> Solo Aussie
1: <laughs> is some candy ass shit compared yeah. to Black Sabbath. I'll and, say it. And,
0: and I remember Kiss, like they, like they oh, those, like, I nights loved Satan Kiss, Nights in Satan's Service, and the first song I heard of those, that was uh, the – I was made for loving Kiss, yeah. like the disco <laughs> one. I'm yeah. like this is these are the knights and satan, sir. Now, yeah. see,
1: Kiss was Kiss was like 76, 77 when they really started getting big. And so my sister and I were like just instantly drawn to that because, you know, we were raised by a mother who was like, you know, make not making us but like allowing us to watch a lot of stuff that we probably shouldn't have been watching in the in in the world of horror. So like, you know, we were just immediately fixated on Kiss. Like, if you watch that, like, early... And and Gene Simmons is another, like... Problematic, yeah. He's mm-hmm. a problem child, piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, honest to God, like, watch that, watch that live clip of him, like, like barfing up the blood, you know, oh, yeah. and, and hitting the bass at the same time, like, and then shaking his face and the blood splattering everywhere. I mean, that it, when when you're like six and seven years old, that is like some cool evil shit. Yeah. I remember that. Now like, the real oh. evil shit is the is the Norwegian death metal. Yeah. Oh That's, yeah. that that like, like mayhem and and all of that stuff like that. That's the, read Lords of Chaos. I want to
2: see them read. Movie. L- yeah.
1: yeah, the movie's okay. Yeah. You got to read Lords of Chaos this, yeah, um, Lords. It's it's a fascinating look at the um, devolution, I guess of of that of that black metal scene. Yeah, I'm um, like now not you know that that shit was genuinely like, like evil. dark for real. That dark for real. Yeah.
2: Well, they have no sunlight there. Well, (laughs) it affects your mood
0: big time. An entire winter of darkness will get you some good metal, I guess.
2: It gets you some good metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's funny. So we talk about, um, you know, the history of like how far this goes back. And, you know, they talk about Satan. Satan doesn't really come up a whole lot in history until the Middle Ages. And at that point, he's like the jester in a lot of um, Mm -hmm. in a lot of the plays and the movies, not movies, because they didn't have movies in the Middle Ages, but in the plays and stories and everything thing and then like tableau yes but satan got some traction in the early modern period and then of course we have the wonderful puritans of new england who totally brought the satanic action here yeah i mean you could argue that the first satanic panic was the salem witch trials absolutely and you uh matt have the uh satan the church of satan up in your neck of the woods yeah Yeah. i mean
0: the church of satan to me is hilarious too because that that, well, they don't even that,
1: believe in Satan.
0: Yeah, and the Satanic Bible is basically like a bunch of plagiarized ideas. Um, they're drawn from – like everything from, you know, Ayn Rand. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, right. it's like this kind of selfishness. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hey, this is oh, – yeah. I feel like it has more in common with uh, – with Scientology, where it's like a, a an artificial. This is for like every dude yeah. I
1: met my sophomore year in college who tried to tell me that Rand was awesome. Yeah, oh, fuck God. you. And it's like who
2: is John? Great is a virtue. Who is John? That's Galt? satanic. Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. But yeah, no. But but Satan is, Satanists, Satanists don't you know? even believe in Satan per se. I
2: believe in the evil that people. Cook I up believe themselves. people. People are yeah. evil. Yeah,
1: but I, it's I, not I, coming from. It's not coming from a super natural place
2: no i think that's just a really convenient place to put to park it yeah Yeah. i
0: will say i do like the uh church of satan's um strategy oh, of God. trying to get like statues, statues of statues put up yeah. at courthouses and stuff like, oh yeah that is hilarious oh, like, Baphomet
1: shit, everywhere. Baphomet. Yeah. like yeah absolutely and and they absolutely should be doing that they absolutely I mean I think that I think that's like theater of the absurd in the best possible way like okay yeah. you want religion you want religion on on you know on on state ground on federal grounds you know (laughs) fine then put baphomet on there absolutely put moloch put
2: moloch on the quarter you know (laughs) absolutely yeah so then the uh then there was that book that came out in the 80s that first talked about uh, michelle remembers oh
1: god yeah. yeah yeah and the planting the uh planting Suppressed, alleged, you know, suppressed memories of ritualized satanic abuse. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you know, and then really he married was, her. The guy who I wrote that
1: married that married her. So this like, was all an creepy. elaborate
2: ruse, yeah. I think, because the two of them were both married, and then in the in the and there's a lot of ethical boundaries that oh, well, were sure. pretty much crossed, you know. But he ends up marrying the girl. Um, she she leaves her husband, all this stuff, and yeah. you know, isn't this, isn't this convenient, you know, that this mm-hmm. all fell in in this way? But um, yeah, Anton Lavey was uh. Fixed and to sue them Mm -hmm. because uh, he's like, I had nothing to do with this. My church had nothing to do with this. Who hung out
1: with Jane Mansfield. (laughs) Jane Mansfield was a Satanist.
2: And uh, he had a kid's show.
0: Not surprised.
2: He had a kid's show before that he, kid, he that he had a kid show, or that Jane Mansfield was both, a satanist.
0: <laughs> I've watched enough kids' shows to know there's just you, some dark forces there, at work there. So
2: it was these marionettes, and I think it was like uh, Brother Buzz. It mm-hmm. was the name of the character, and he was like a bumblebee, and it was like this really benign. All Show it takes and is, you, know, you
1: know one loudmouth evangelical Christian to see the evil in something and you know and and let it snowball from there and you can find you can find a let you know you can find symbolism in everything
2: if you, if if you're charged up enough to do it. Oh well, Anton Levay said that Satan was the best friend the the Christian Church has ever had. Uh, sure, because they wouldn't be there unless. Was for Satan, you know, and the yeah. Satan was out there trying to bend young minds, right? And, you know, corrupt people. So through yeah. those,
1: through the heavy metal music
2: and Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons. Matt, did you play Dungeons I, and Dragons?
0: I was an avid. You, Dungeons and Dragons. Were
2: you a dungeon master? Uh, yeah, I, I played. Right on, dude. I played from like yeah. 1980,
0: uh, on. Yep. Uh. Yeah, actually, what I think is funny about the whole D&D Satan scare is just how dumb TSR, the publishing company, was. Right. Because in 1979, they... They published an article in Dragon Magazine where they actually statted Satan in D&D statistics and gave <laughs> Satan like game stats. Oh, and, my god! And some of them are hilarious. And so it was like issue 28, 1979, if anyone's interested in this, to see what Satan Satan's first edition Dungeons & Dragons stats were. His movement speed was... Whatever is necessary.
2: <laughs> right. It's like I always love that. Where it's like <laughs>
0: Satan can move as fast or as slow as he needs to. And it's just – that's so great. That's just. But it, you're just asking for it.
1: Right. You know? And then they tried – there was a murder that happened in the late 80s. Uh, Chris Pritchard who murdered his uh, – mur- murdered his stepfather um, and uh, almost murdered his mother and oh. – and it was um they tried to and he was an avid d d player and they tried to blame the murder. You know, they tried to find the link between him and his d playing friends yeah. on at college, you know, and they tried to link that to the murder when really he was just a greedy son of a bitch who wanted his his stepfather's oh, money. That's right. But they I were do. trying to be like, oh, yep. well, you know, they they planned out the murder in the game first, you
2: know, and it's just like, no, yeah, yeah. no. There was a James no. Dallas Egbert the third. Oh, yes. Bird. yeah who ultimately died by suicide
1: yeah but he he he'd, he'd been hiding out in tunnels yeah and supposedly
2: um, you know he went missing that's so it was part of a dungeons and dragons thing right and um you know, here he had a drug problem. An like, honestly, the and most he was a closet homosexual. Yeah. He was a, cl- you know, nobody could would acknowledge him. Most dangerous or see him. The most dangerous
1: thing about Dungeons and Dragons is like eating too many Doritos or or like pizza rolls. You know, yeah. Staying playing, up
2: too late, staying up yeah. too
1: late, and and eating too much shitty food. I mean, that was certainly my, you know, my situation. So,
2: what was like? What was your thing? So, I don't. So, school me on this. So, like, you get together with your friends, Matt. I got into it because my older brother. Um,
0: played it and some of his friends and you know like they would come over and play and it's always nice to have like one more person at the table so I got to sit there and I mostly just created characters that were like characters that I liked in movies and, and things so I'd I'd make a, a Han Solo-esque character and, right, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. and you know it was, it was fun it was just basically group storytelling sure you know um, and dice rolls were just when something needed to be decided you know it's like I'm gonna try to jump over that guy well he's gonna try to stop you and it's like well I guess the dice will solve that yeah right,
1: and, an infor- right. and, and so in the case with 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 d like in, in an I mean it obviously definitely informed you as a writer it informed me as um, as a performer um, and and you know the ability to create a character mm-hmm. um, definitely informs you you know when you go into improv I mean it's 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 ultimately also- Ultimately, it's a good thing, you know, as long yeah. as you're not isolating too much and eating too many Cool Ranch Doritos.
0: Well, Spielberg used uh, d d to yeah. audition the kids. Yeah. You know? oh,
1: Robert, uh, Robert yeah, McNaughton. Robert yeah, yeah, he was, you know, um, yeah, I remember Robert McNaughton talking about like his initial conversation with Spielberg and Spielberg asking him, you know, well, what do you do in your spare time? And he was just like, oh, you know, just hang out, listen to music and play D&D. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, we we have that in the movie yeah
2: yeah and and stranger things that zero charisma zero charisma <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's funny how stranger things is you know set in the eighties and and d and d is such a central part of it yeah and and now the people look at it and it's and it's kind of uh revere not revered but like uh it's looked at nostalgically yeah you know it there's none of those people yeah. in the town condemning them for yeah no one yeah there's ways. there's
1: no like church lady I, that kind of surprised me about stranger things i mean that there wasn't like some like uptight you know church lady with a big bouffant you know screaming about how satan is was was controlling these kids who were in that fantastic rec room downstairs like you talk about like the best set dresser and like whoever dresses those sets on yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. They nail it because yeah. people think of the 80s and like, oh, everything was neon and 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 sharp. And I'm like, no, everything in the 80s was like all the shitty decor from the 70s plus like, you know, peach drapes. Yeah. Like that's, that, that was, that was the 80s in right. my the house. The 80s
0: yeah. was somebody's basement.
1: Yeah. 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 Yes.
2: Yes. Avocado with, the, with, the, with the wood paneling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like you had the avocado, the avocado shag carpet, but then, you know, your, your mother went and got
2: like, you know,
1: like a, 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 a fake Nagel print. <laughs> yeah.
2: And there, and there might be a plaid couch in there somewhere, oh, like plaid tweed. Right. right yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so it was, uh, that was, that was nuts. I actually, you know, grew up in a very conservative Christian household. So, so okay. half of my household is a very conservative Christian with my dad and then my mom, um, being a Buddhist. So right. it was, it was kind of an interesting thing. Wow, um, yeah. So it was, and, and this kind of brings me to this. So like everything was satanic, you know, my dad would always ask me, well, how, you know, I listened to dead can dance and my dad say, how do you know that they're not saying satanic things in, in their, mm-hmm. ch- you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just don't think that they are. But, um, but yeah, you know, and and then uh, you know, there there are these like signs, like how do you know your kid is satanic? Oh yeah, this this list is this, this is, list is a list is hot hang on that I yeah so, I got it do up you have it oh yep. yeah. <laughs> so in 1989, there's this uh, identification, investigation, understanding of ritualistic criminal activity, mm. and these uh, the four stages yeah, of satanic activity. You know, so law enforcement, you know, did some uh, did some presentations on this and you know characteristics of a teen involved include low self esteem difficulty relating to peers <laughs> alienated from family and religion youth subculture experimentalist fantasy role play male female
1: yes
0: oh well wow. oh so if they're male or female they're, they're possibly, possibly a, satanist.
2: a satanist underachiever middle upper class family creative curiosity beyond norm not proper, properly counseled after death of loved one. Fundamentalist religious family. Well, geez. I love
1: this. Thing. I love this uh, point C, warning signs of possible involvement.
0: That list sounds like me except for the upper know, class but, family. But like, listen
2: to this.
1: <laughs> warning signs of possible involvement. One, withdrawn from family and religion. Two, bitter hatred toward family. Three, abrupt change in religious beliefs. Four, drop in grades in school. Five, lack of humor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) And yet, Mad Magazine was also terrible. (laughs)
1: Like you can't
0: win with these people.
1: Oh God! And then all the symbols—like there's a peace symbol. The peace symbol. This symbol represented peace in the early '60s, but now among the heavy metal and occult groups, signifies the cross of Nero.
0: Yeah, wasn't like, the Jewish Star of David listed as a satanic symbol by one one of these like yeah. deprogramming groups too? And it's just like, um,
2: yeah, yeah. I think you're getting symptoms of increased involvement. Padlock on the bedroom door. Writings revealing problems. So God forbid you journaled or anything, right? Oh,
1: I love uh, this little the, the little drawing of uh, of the horns here.
2: Oh, when people are putting <laughs> their, people horn- are throwing their horns. horns up, yeah. Yeah. So the, so the most satanic thing that I did growing up was I had crystals. What was the most satanic thing you did?
1: Uh, the most satanic thing uh um well, I mean I was I was a I was a gloomy goth kid, so I mean I, probably everything I did
2: was like satanic. Um but your parents never like looked at you and said,
1: <laughs> "No." Could My, it be. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. My parents were just like, "You know what?" Do, do, do you you know like yeah. no nobody ever got got up in my uh, you know yeah. got up in my face about you know dyeing my hair black or you know my mother when, when I went to college my mother would send me Halloween decorations like you know other kids got care packages my mother would send me like rubber skulls and yeah. <laughs> like bats yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. and so you know fortunately I had a, a roommate uh, in college who was like totally down with that yeah, and so yeah. our, our room was like you know like 365 you know halloween in there so yeah i mean i never i it, it yeah i mean i never went through a a a, a an evil phase or or a, a jesusy phase i mean i i went to catholic school and then yeah, ultimately I went to a Catholic college, which is bonkers, but <laughs> that's where I really learned to be like you know, the, the the most hedonistic Bacchanalian best version of myself at a Catholic college. That's pretty um, much how
2: that goes, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, in Catholicism, I mean, Catholicism is so ritualized and fixated on blood. So much of so so much of Catholicism is horrific and 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 focuses on on the the struggle between good and evil. But it also has, you know, statues of saints like with their eyeballs on a plate, you know, (laughs) it's I always say I always say like, I mean, I didn't really I didn't even need horror movies, you know, growing up. All I had to do was like every house had a copy of Lives of the Saints. If you want some like seriously gory shit, like read Lives of the Saints, man. So. Matt, what what kind of Satanistic
2: shit were you doing as a teenager?
0: I, th- I would say probably the most. Drinking in the woods. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> there was that. And, and, you know, I bought and listened to like the first Deicide album. Yeah. Which was hilarious to me. Like, just how hard they tried. Right. You know? Um, it always confused me how somebody could have a song. Denying the existence of God but then praising Satan. And it's like, uh is there a Satan without the like? Yeah, you you, you can't either have believe one or you don't the other? Right. And, and I always found it strange. It's the that,
1: Reese's peanut butter cup of of uh of <laughs> you put yeah. your
2: Satan in my Jesus.
0: It's funny that <laughs> you those put your bands Jesus It's my Satan. <laughs> those bands were taste, never put on trial. No. It's almost like right. e- even even like Jerry Falwell could tell that they were just trying too hard. Yeah. 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 Um but, you know, God. like the bands that did get in trouble were usually like, you know, Motley one of my, Crew. Yeah. One of my favorite... Who were like
1: the campiest, most ridiculous, like Shout at the Devil. Yeah. Like, shout it... And Come I'll on. say, Shout at the Devil is still actually a really good album. I actually <laughs> really like Shout at the Devil.
0: Well, one of my Beast. favorite um, music based Satan things is um, when the dead Kennedys were put on trial for. Yeah. And, uh, you know,. They got in trouble for putting that H.R. Geiger print in the Frankenchrist album. Right. And it was supposed to be just about like, you know, I think they were charged with um, distributing harmful matter to minors. Mm-hmm. But then it started becoming more about like music in general. And right. the PMRC is like war on, on Tip music. Tipper Gore. Yeah. Fuck and
1: Tipper Gore.
0: So they, the they actually printed out the lyrics of Hell Nation. And they are like, you know, aren't you a Pied Piper uh, luring children down a path into Satanism? And he was like, I didn't even write that song. Our drummer, D.H. Pellegro, wrote that song about growing up black in St. Louis. You know? And to me, that's like, I think that quote really just kind of sums up my feeling about Satanism, where it's like, you think it's about this, but in fact, it's just the same shit since the Salem Witch Trials. It's just like social problems that you're you're looking for an easy fix, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: And that that was a lot of what happened with, um, you know, they found a lot of uh, police coercion and, uh, you know, wanting to like get things, like you were saying, easy fix with uh, things like the, uh, what was it couple of things there were the ah my notes because I had these in my notes
1: I love like you do the notes old school I
2: just have everything on my laptop just edit just edit this part out where I'm stumbling around my notes but you know when they talk about the McMartin preschool uh Mm -hmm. you know trials that happened where you know 208 counts of child abuse at this preschool and they were using hypnosis uh to recover memories and uh, you know these children were counting stories of flying teachers, secret underground tunnels, witchcraft, and it cost the state of California fifteen million dollars mm-hmm. from 1984 to 1990. And uh, yeah, there were zero convictions. Geraldo Rivera uh, had that on his expose, a two-hour expose, oh, I'm sure. yeah, oh, uh, on this, and he, you know, and he ruined people's lives. Um mm-hmm. and then he issued a, a public apology in 1995 for all the lives he helped to ruin on his show. Mm. And I, and you know you think this is some even if it isn't um you know nobody's convicted of anything you're still kind of ruined.
1: Right. You know. Oh right.
2: Like, people are going to say, oh, weren't you that person in that case, you know? Like, yeah, and I was acquitted. And it's like, yeah, but you were that person in that case. Yeah, Um, OJ
0: was acquitted, too, you know? Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like, yeah, it really doesn't, yeah.
0: Reputations. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, so, no, and then they had... um, there are like some other ones too. But, you know, they they chalk up Satanism to things, you know, there was like dissociative identity disorder, which, you know, was a uh, multiple personality disorder. Back in the day, I actually knew somebody who, who had that. And, you know, they... They kind of cobble together um, memories of things, things mm-hmm. that didn't happen, or they take on, um, you know, personality traits of their altars. And, you know, it, the person can look like they're possessed. The person can look like they've been bewitched, but there's really a mental, uh, you know, kind of a component right. I mean, to The this. whole
1: thing to me is it's taking advantage of... Um of people, people w- of of the most vulnerable people um, yeah. is is what the satan. It's what it's it's what the it's what the the Salem witch trials boiled down to. It's what the it's what McCarthyism boils down to. Oh, absolutely! It's what, it's what the satanic panic boils down to. It, it's 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 finding the narrative and then you know taking advantage of the most vulnerable vulnerable people to advance that narrative um you know so in the in the 80s you had you know a lot of latchkey kids um A lot of a lot of kids, you know, coming from troubled backgrounds, um, dysfunctional families, you know, certainly, you know, in in my case, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was drawn to horror because my mother, you know, kind of led me to horror. But it became, you know, because there's there's some a fair amount of of dysfunction and and um, and addiction history in my family. The, you know, goth music and and horror, you know, were definitely a way to console myself, and so you know, just just speaking for myself. But I mean, you have like tons and tons and tons of young people around that time that were that were you know, um, you know, reaching out to all of this in the same way and then having the government and having people in positions of power you know twist that you know twist this coping mechanism into something evil like it's it's the it's it's horror movies faults it's video it's the fault of video games it's the fault of horror movies it's the fault of you know the, y- y- as, a, as a kid you sh- you should be engaged in wholesome activity And and I'm like well I <laughs> What I'm doing is wholesome, you know.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm. There's no uh, mutilation of animals in your uh, playtime, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely yeah. not. So. You know, really no mutilation of animals in, in any of the movies I watch. In fact, one of my favorite websites is Does the Dog Die? Do you oh, know Does the Dog Die? No. If, if you're watching a horror movie and there's an animal in it or something and you don't want to deal with like seeing the animal die, yeah. you can look up the title in Does the Dog <laughs> Die <laughs> and That's see if the dog dies I mean it's so funny like it, it's like so many so many horror people that I know are like that like yeah. oh god I don't want to watch it if an animal dies yeah you know? it's but, okay but like, if like 10 people get decapitated maybe <laughs> like, you get like, does the dog get, die? get your head on a <laughs> you get your head put on a spike but you know does the dog die <laughs>
2: That that bothered me about American Psycho because he did you know yeah. murder that dog yeah and then the other thing the ATM machine's telling him feed me a live cat and it's like oh he's gonna feed them all live cat he's trying uh, to I, put
1: the cat I, in the ATM I just still love the I still love the unholy marriage of Huey Lewis and and, uh, yeah. and American Psycho that's just like one of the greatest things ever Do you like
2: Huey Lewis in the news
1: like you know instead of instead of you know instead he's not listening to like you know Mastodon or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anything like he's that. T- He's espousing on like, the merits
0: of hip to be square. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like what's more evil than that? Like and yeah, honestly, like the really evil ones are the ones that listen to like Phil Collins. Phil Whitney Collins. Houston, yeah. me Richard about the Marks. Greatest love of all. And no and no offense to Richard Marks. Richard Marks <laughs> M- Richard Marks has the greatest Twitter account on Twitter right yeah, now. He's kind of a cool guy. Guys who have like, you know, only like six CDs in their record collection and it's all like lame ass shit. Barry Manilow, Like, like, like Ryan Adams.
2: Yeah. And,
1: and it's like like greatest hits or something like that. And, and, and like they're the ones you gotta watch out for, not not the guys that are that are listening to uh to to mayhem. Okay, so
2: mm. so it's funny because they had um this past ep- this past season of uh, American Horror Story was nineteen eighty
1: four, which was very well done, um especially the first episode in, in terms of like hitting all the tropes of the slasher movie, like the kids in the van. you know, you present and and here's the final girl. Yeah, you know, you they're you, going you auto- to a campground. You automatically know who the final and they stop at the creepy old gas station yeah. and the grizzled and that's Patrick Swayze's brother. Button, yes, right? yeah. um, the yep. grizzled the grizzled yep. uh, gas station attendant. Don't go there. But like, when, as soon as like they set up that shot of like the old decrepit gas station, I was just like, bam! Like they've watched all of those movies. Yeah.
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas gas Chainsaw
1: State. Massacre. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was like you're gonna die. You're gonna yeah. die in there. Um, you're
2: gonna die at that place.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was. It, it's all very well done. Like, and even even the uh, incidental music and stuff is it just like it that, was that phenomenal super synth, synth that super crazy synth yeah um yeah, they, they they very well done in terms of hitting all of the all of the horror movie all the tropes. Check boxes. all in, the checkboxes. Like, oh, yeah. here's the slutty one; she's yep. gonna die. Yeah,
2: the jock, the jock's yeah. gonna die. And then they had, you know, the the model guy, you know, the yeah blonde hair with the like, you know, very hair dried flock of seagulls ish almost kind of right. deal going on. Yeah, Kajagugu was- is dead. That was like my favorite. Yeah, line. There was that like period of...
0: 80s movies where like all of the villains looked the same like they were all the, oh, they were blonde, all the blonde yeah. you know the Karate Kid villain oh, yeah. William
1: Zabka and in that movie and in that movie that I was just talking about uh, Trick or Treat yeah. uh, the, the heavy metal backwards masking horror movie the, the villain the, the high school guy was the blonde guy that um, was in Melrose Place like uh, oh. what was that guy's name but like I was looking at him but I was just like wait is that the guy from Karate Kid no because they all look the same they yeah. were all Kind of like this generic, you know, bad boy, uber feathered hair, yeah. always blonde, yeah, with the jawline, the jawline, yeah. very chiseled, yeah. you know, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It was, it's, it's funny. So I, I, this isn't a horror film, but I, I wanted to get in the '80s mood because this is kind of where we were. So I watched, okay. I watched a, an old James Spader film. Oh God, Tough Turf. Oh. <laughs> It was, and Robert Downey Jr. it, and it was oh God. so
1: like a bad. coked up, coked up Robert Downey Jr.
2: yeah, and, yeah, oh, God. zero era, yeah, was, like, like way. I think it was even before that because he still looks like a kid, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was. It so weird, like weird science.
1: Weird science era. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Like,
2: yeah, and bad girls with bad. You want to talk about lip gloss? Girls with bad lip gloss, gummy and like, goopy blowjob lips. Yes, yeah. and the and the frizzy hair and like and you the, know
0: the side ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: pretty much. And it was Jelly like bracelets. the bad perm. Bad I was perm, reading somewhere about crimped how hair. Crimped, crimped, crimped hair, crimped
1: hair, crimped nice. hair. You watched the the movie about Tanya Harding. Yes, oh, yeah. and, yeah, and I, Tanya. Uh, yeah. they were talking about uh, how they got her hair to look that that perfect crispy. She the 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 wig stylist said, you know, she took the blonde wig and like soaked it in beer, you know, and then let it dry, <laughs> oh. and then you get that's how you get like that super crispy. That's probably what Tanya Harding's hair was. Like. I heard, her, oh, yeah, I was, like, she, it was soaked probably in soaked in beer and vomit, and <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> poor Tanya. Poor Tanya. I know I what to say, poor Tanya. And, it, and on, she, yeah. you know, she. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, like so, some of the films about, you know, Satanism or the the Satanic Panic, you know, it's like it, I looked at the '70s movies, and it was all like either the girl was running away from a Satanic cult, and she was like this, you know, little like the final girl the, yeah yeah the little, virginal little, little virginal scrumpet of a of a of a girl but you know she was jiggly and she was you know yeah. beautiful or you had these women who were like you know the brides of Satan, yeah, you know, or Satan's mistress, or right. Satan's cheerleaders, and it's like, you know, boobs all over the place, and
1: yeah, and how know. much, how much of that had to do with like the news at the time with the, with the Manson girls, yeah. you yeah. know, they yeah. were the ultimate, you know, brides of Satan, minions, the and minions Jonestown. of Satan. Jonestown. I think there was a lot
0: of cult fear in the seventies. Like, oh, sure, Manson was sixty nine, but. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, the Moonies. The and, Moonies. And like there a lot of, I mean, I guess, you know, again, it's like a social issue, right, where you, you had these, you know, 60s kind of anti-war, uh, you know, communes and people having, like, this alternative place that they could belong. Mm-hmm. And then when that kind of dried up, what's left? What's you, left? You, then what's you get left? the opportunistic. So- Cult leaders.
1: Right. But. And the and, and, and cult leaders. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. cult leaders who will prey on that because you know, anyone can get caught up in a cult. Yeah, I believe this. No mm-hmm. one is too smart or too intelligent to be swept up in a cult. Because all you have to do is be in a moment of vulnerability. You've just been divorced or you know, again Laid like, off from your job. Laid off from your job, and then someone starts love bombing you and you know, before you know it, you know, you've renounced
2: everything and and you're you know alternatively either they're love bombing you or they are pointing in another direction and saying that well bad things are happening to you because of this other group over here mm-hmm.
0: yeah dungeons and dragons
2: right.
0: yeah it's all their fault
2: or immigrants <laughs> yeah right <laughs> immigrants.
0: Well, isn't it like the cult mindset has now become like a national party
2: absolutely <laughs> well yeah <laughs> At this point I'll just whip out a Ouija board. <laughs> I'll just I'll just say, well what do you think, Pazuzu, Captain Howdy? What do you Captain think? Captain Howdy? Yeah, Captain I Howdy. I think Captain
1: Howdy should lead us all. I think Pazuzu Pazuzu is, you know. Pazuzu is my is my ride or die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll i say that's Chuck, gonna be my next t shirt. Pazuzu, Pazuzu is my, is my ride my, or die. Pazuzu is in my forgivable five. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll, I'll say Chucky is mine.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a thing for Chucky. Oh yeah, I, I'm not so much Chucky for me as as the guy who voices Chucky. <laughs> yeah,
2: right? Yes. Right. I yeah. Love him. No. So oh, you know, Chucky with the Cabbage Patch doll. You know, the Cabbage Patch doll and Cabbage going,
1: Patch dolls were yeah, also well, they were satanic. satanic. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, because oh. he had designed. I still for them. believe that one though. <laughs> Does your daughter have a Cabbage Patch Yeah, doll? and she
0: got the one that has the, the eyes that are like uh, oh, I
1: don't what, little what, what's the little screens. So, the, ew. They're screens? And, and so like you the eyes can
0: look around. That's horrible. It was horrific. That's because, terrifying. You know, we turned it, we put the batteries in and we turned it on and the eyes lit up just pure white before like the, the you know the the pupils showed up or whatever it was just this pure white and i was like oh my god what is this fucking thing get it out of the house kill it with fire have you <laughs> seen
1: have you seen on twitter this this guy took a picture of 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 his baby like he's just like i'm i'm i'm, I'm giving the baby monitor a you know i'm second guessing the the decision to buy this baby monitor because he he posts this picture of his baby and the eyes are like glowing white oh my god And it was like all over twitter and it was <laughs> gonna find this shit because it was just like oh my god yeah it's 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 Damien. Speaking of another speaking of satanic, another satanic yeah. satanic movie I gotta satanic find the movie
2: yeah no. So like then what happened did the, the the eye color came well the in eye and... color
0: came in and it was kind of cutesy but it, it would it would honestly haunt the house like so two o'clock in the morning. No the thing mm-hmm. would like start giggling or or being like hungry or like you know and it'd be like oh fuck this you know it's like so one time when you know nobody was noticing it was let's take the batteries yeah. out and, and oh I don't know she must be sleeping yeah and, check and, this check this shit it. out uh, see
2: you have check to check this that. shit out what the hell is that's this that's the baby monitor this is a baby monitor
1: yeah that's the baby in the baby monitor but look at his eyes yeah <laughs>
2: That's freaky.
1: <laughs> so here's Is that like the cabbage pestle?
2: Here's, here's the baby monitor and here's the
0: baby. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Check that thing's head to the sixes, you
2: know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it just makes me fucking what, laugh. Like. What, and what's your baby's name, Damien? <laughs> <laughs> and Moloch. What, and what does, he do? what does he like to do? Oh, you know, he likes to... You know, push people down the stairs. stairs. <laughs> Damien, oh. it's all for you,
0: Damien. So when did the satanic panic subside? Like, you
1: know, when it got replaced with something, some other hysteria. Oh, I, I could right. say.
2: So, uh, you know, zombies and opioids. I think that that was a correlation.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Killer zombie, zombie mm-hmm. narratives. I mean, you can you can trace. Um, like the, the the spikes in zombie narratives, you know, according to the level of panic um, in um. The, in the populace. Um, you know, so with the original spate of living dead. Um, you know, Night of the Living Dead. You yeah. know that was, you know, the correlation to like Cold War panic. Yeah, and then you know, the
0: invasion of the body snatchers.
1: Invasion of the body snatchers, right? exactly. So like the zombie narratives, you know, kind of like go in tandem with um with the with the political scene and and you know probably with, you know maybe I don't know clowns clowns I don't know that
2: I think clowns are kind of like a cult Satanism thing. Well, there was the. Um, well, John
0: Wayne Gacy was a well,
1: right, right. The po- serial killer, Pogo clown. the clown, Pogo the yeah. clown, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and that's an episode that we're going to tackle. We'll talk to my friend David Howard Thornton, who plays. um,
2: Oh Art God, she hates no. Art the clown. Art the clown is scary. Have you seen Terrifier? It's yeah. on. It's on Netflix, I think. It's on Netflix. It's like – it's it's gross.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's gross, but he is it's, genuinely terrifying. After this. the kids
2: go to sleep. I don't know if you can get them to go to sleep. It's so you can watch like adult film – yeah, not, not adult, adult films. Adult films. <laughs> well, there's, but, <laughs> there's there's nudity there's a, there and, is and Terrifier. Yeah, yeah, and it's like – Oh, you know, but yeah.
1: he's he is genuinely, and he never utters a sound. That's the thing that's great about what he does. I'll, um, and I'll it, say it again and again and again because well, because David comes from a theater background, and also you know he brings in sort of that silent film Harold Lloyd esque stuff. To yeah, he's very, yeah, he's very yeah, it's all very stylized, and, yeah. and and um, he's he's fucking brilliant, and he's also he's just a great. Great dude. Um, But yeah, clowns, clowns you could sort of tie into the Gacy thing. And just colorophobia in general. I mean, like, I've never gotten the fear of clown thing. I'm not afraid of clowns. I hated
2: them since Poltergeist.
1: Art the Clown was the first clown that actually squicked me out as far as, like, clown horror movies and stuff like that.
0: uh, Reading It in the 80s, I think definitely – Put a spin on clowns that was unpleasant, you know?
1: And they're just. Curry unnatural. or Scarsguard? Who's the better it?
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: who's the better Pennywise? I see. I Curry. like Curry,
0: yeah. but I like the new films. I
1: really better. liked Scarsguard, too. I mean, he just made it, you know, different. It was just different. Um, Curry's
0: the better Pennywise, but the yeah. new films are the better films, I would say.
1: Yeah. Personally. Yeah. 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 Curry. Curry. Yeah. And and so many people, so many people were so like terrified of Tim Curry as, as Pennywise. And he did his job. I mean, he did his job. He's a fucking phenomenal actor. He's, he's a phenomenal actor. Um, but again, like the, the clown thing never got me until I watched Terrifier. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's why I actively sought out David Howard Thornton to, to just be like, Please assure me that you're an actual dude and you're a nice no, guy. No, that guy made me.
2: I, I got queasy watching that movie. Like yeah. I've never been physically ill watching a movie before. I'm sorry. But that one did. No, it's good. <laughs> it's no, I mean, it, it made an impact. But so, if you want, you know, it did it for me. I don't know if it'll do it for anybody else listening out there. But if yeah. you want to get queasy watching a movie, you can do the queasiness and challenge. They're,
1: and they're filming. They're
2: With, filming Terrifier too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what There was another thing I wanted to, to ask about. About so, Satan? About Satan. Satan. No, but, you know, the role – I mean, you know, so we talk about, like, people, um, you know, committing murder in Satan's name. So Richard Ramirez, who was the Night the Stalker. Night Stalker. You know, he
1: – That was, like, the ultimate, like, yeah, like, ACDC against Christ, devil's children. <laughs>
2: that's what it stood for. <laughs> that was, that like, was, was, one was
1: one of the things that they said that, that – that's what they said that ACDC
2: oh, stood for. Oh, oh so funny acronyms – Bothered by Dungeons and Dragons, or bothered about Dungeons and
1: yes, Dragons. Bad. 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 Yeah, bad. Yeah. Bothered that was about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah.
2: So anyway, back to, you know, the whole like a bunch of serial killers were becoming a little bit popular um, during the 80s. So we had uh, Richard Ramirez, who was right. like the early 80s. Then we had- a Well, Bundy. Bundy. And then we had Jeffrey Dahmer. And it's like, well, who would drive somebody to such- you know,
1: was Dahmer '80s or '90s? Dahmer was '90s. You think 90s, it, yeah, early yeah, '90s? Yeah, yeah, but the,
2: still, the Satanic Panic was going on,
1: right? You know, but and but nobody them- embodied it more than Ramirez because no. Ramirez like absolutely embraced it. You know, with the with the you know the pentagram the drawn he, on his hand yeah. Yeah. and and really, you know, yeah, uh, the, a lot of the
0: like late '70s '80s. Uh, serial killers, like the alphabet killer, the Zodiac yes, killer, the iconography, you know, was I think part of like that appeal of like the, the satanic panic was like, w- what
2: kind of symbols are your kids drawing on their notebooks? Right. Yeah. Tarot cards. Tarot cards was probably the other satanic thing that I did when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, I mean I was I I yeah, cuz I've always satanic in quotes, yeah, or- tarot cards, you know. And I remember uh I had a friend who was uh who was in the member of the Baptist church in in my town and 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 arguing about Stevie Nicks, you know, because oh, like well, Stevie Nicks is a white witch and I'm just like, well, you know, yeah, white witchcraft is fine. And she was like horrified. She's like any witchcraft is of the devil. I'm like, well, no, it's not because thou
2: shalt <laughs> not suffer a witch to live. <laughs>
1: because witches don't believe in the devil.
2: <laughs> yeah so it, what was funny about my tarot card stuff that i was doing is that my mother would use playing cards mm-hmm. and she oh, would yeah, you, could, you could do, do divination through any do, kind of card she was this is like old school like asian you know sure. stuff that she's she brought over with her and she's like you know well let me see what kind of decision should i make about that you or know the I Ching, yeah, yeah, whatever and you know and my dad pretty much looked the other way. Now, my dad didn't find Jesus until I was about 14. I, like, he didn't get into it until I was older. But okay. before that, you know, you know, he was listening to, to Black Sabbath. He was, you know, we were watching spooky, scary movies together. Interesting. And he was reading me the Edgar Allen Poe stories at Halloween time. Yeah, And then you got
1: that turn, like, and all of a sudden he like Pushed all of that aside, the stuff that like was a comfort mechanism for you, yes. And now he's renouncing all of that,
2: yes. Wow. Yeah. So get a little, little window into the psyche of the yinter. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So see. so you know, I like I have mixed feelings about uh, organized religion. Well, I yeah. Think, so I don't. So
1: do I. Obviously. I think faith
2: is. I think faith is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Faith is a wonderful thing, and I and if that's what. You need to, you know, go. Yeah. uh,
0: When like militant atheists bother me just as much as militant, like Pat Robertson types. It's just like, yeah, fine. Believe what you believe. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah?
2: (laughs) I'm over here doing this. You know, I'm just doing my thing, living my life. Right. Trying to make it work, you know. And now here you come telling me I'm doing it wrong. Bugger off. Hmm.
0: But I do. I find like the, you know, the. Just to come back to the the end of the Satanic Panic, like yeah. where it changed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was just thinking about, um, like so, d- like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Right. Um, there was the big scare about Satanism, and then when the second edition of the game came out, they actually removed the words "devil" and "demon" yep. from the game, and they replaced them with Tanari and Batazoo. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. It, and then it wasn't until like the '90s when the game company was bought out by wizards of the coast who made magic right. and they back had the been gathering. using devil and demon on their cards and there was no problem right and so they brought it back
2: yeah, yeah. and yeah. so
0: it was like i'm bringing I
2: the devil back yeah
1: tsr caved to you know but you know you still see it now i mean there there are evangelical hardcore christians who um don't want their kids reading the harry potter books you yeah, know? And harry, harry potter, potter is evil because wizardry is of satan oh god and it's no it's this it's this great story of about this this kid who didn't belong, and now he belongs. And but you know, then there, again, it's the fight b- between good and evil. I mean, I never, I, yeah, I was in my twenties when the Harry Potter books came out, so you know, I read them. But it wasn't, you know, that wasn't my, you know, that that wasn't my um, modern myth. You know, that wasn't like the the modern mythology the way Star Wars was for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the.
2: Now you're getting into Matt's territory. Yeah. yeah. You start talking Star Wars, Matt's going to
1: lighten up right now. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's the hero. Everybody has their hero's journey. Yeah. You know, um, everybody everybody has that, you know, mythology. And if you're of a certain age, you know, and for me, you know, my mother took me to Star Wars when, when it first came out. Like, because I've always said my mother had her children so that she could have somebody to go to all these movies with because right. my dad just wasn't interested in any of that shit. Yeah. So, you know, for me it was Star Wars and the Wrinkle in Time books, you know, for my nieces and nephews. It's definitely Harry Potter. And, and you know, going forward, it'll be something else. And then there will always be like some uptight, you know, evangelical prosperity gospel Christian who will, you know, I, Christianity is fine. Christianity is fine. I'm talking about, you know, the... I, You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. There's always somebody
0: like, don't play that game that teaches you arithmetic. And and don't get into those books that are encouraging kids to read like a 700-page novel. God forbid. God forbid.
1: (laughs) You know, and and God forbid that you you learn about other faith traditions and other, you know, other means of figuring out the world and your place in it. You know, this, you know, it's... It's it's I, I was explained to a friend about, you know, she was she was asking me to describe my uh, my practice as, as a witch and, and when and, and, and how it came about. And I said, well, you know, I was raised Catholic and there's. It's not a stretch to go from catholicism to other magical practices because I mean catholicism itself is is magic, is, is magic through the Bible. you know. It's transubstantiation is the ultimate like oogie boogie magic, you know. I mean, it's um so yeah, it's but but the idea that, you know, it's 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 my way or no way and anything else is evil is just it's just bound to backfire. In pretty spectacular ways. And we're seeing it right now.
2: So, Matt, what if you don't mind me asking, um, what religious background did you get to grow up in? So, I was raised
0: um, Protestant congregationalist. Okay. Um, And I went to church every Sunday until I reached my teen years. Or until you were playing D&D all the time. Well, no, I I would play D&D. Um, Actually, with some of the kids in my Sunday school classes. (laughs) um, So before we moved to Malden back in the day, um, I moved to Massachusetts when I was 12. But I used to live in a small, like rural Connecticut town. Mm -hmm. There was nothing to do. Like you wanted to go hang out with your friends. It was like Stranger Things. You had to ride your bike for 40 minutes to get to somebody's house. Um, And so, you know, the people that you met at church were... Like Those are your friends. Was, it was a community center, yeah. you know, like in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And I can see the value in that, but it definitely wasn't for me. And when I got old enough to, you know, my parents were like, well, you can make your own choices. I was like, well, I choose not to do
2: this anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, I choose to sleep in uh, on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and, you know, I think I've in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, I've, I've gone to a church a couple of times for, you know, weddings and funerals and that's about it. Right. Um, and... I'm fine with it. Yep.
2: And your kids?
0: My kids. Um, they've gone to church a couple of times with their grandparents. Yeah. Um, and they ask, you know, why don't we go? And it's like, well, you can if you want. Yeah. Or you cannot if you want. Right. Or you can go to a temple or a mosque or whatever you want to do. Right. Whatever you decide, that's fine with me. Right. I'm right. I'm not going to force anybody, not even my kids, to yeah. like think yeah. the way that I think. So, yeah. um, and uh, you know, my my parents were definitely. Believers, you know, yeah. and they were, yeah. you know, churchgoers. They still are. They're involved in their church. And,
2: uh, yeah, my dad too.
0: Yep. As far as like them ever trying to stop me from playing D&D or read, you know, Tales from the Crypt or anything Tales like that, from the um, crypt. no, they like they were pretty, pretty lenient and, uh, a, a little bit with the music. They didn't really like heavy metal, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it was also like, just like, the image of it.
2: Do they like Tony Danza?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: I don't know if they've ever listened to any we've of. Gotta, my...
2: We've got a We've got to get work Tony Danza into the voice song. A, yeah, that, this shirt is pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah, yeah I'll it have is. To take a picture of that. I love it because uh... you know we've got like tusk almost going on down yeah. here. Yeah. here yeah. That kind of reminds me of the Kevin Smith film. And then you know, t- so uh, Matt Matt wrote a song called. Who's the boss like Tony Danza? Yeah. And you can find it on YouTube. All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh get Matt and Jonathan in the same room. I know. Jonathan from the wrong chaneys. The, the wrong hilarious Cheneys, thing yeah. about
0: this shirt is I actually used to have the dan- uh danzig shirt that looked exactly like right. this. Yeah. And sometimes I forget that this is it's, the
1: Danza yeah. shirt. When I first <laughs> when, when when you first came like, oh it's a Danzig. Oh, it's Danza. That's
2: awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think there's still these movies that talk about, you know, cults behavior, but I. Th- feel like it's a little bit more grounded it's not it's not well, that well uh, mid, anymore. midsummer
1: um was definitely a, a cult a cult movie i gotta see that, that oh one. you gotta see I, that one i
2: totally have to see that one yeah it because looks that's
1: good. that's you know i mean it's not it's not a cult movie in the sense of like here are these people who, well i mean yeah, the, mm. it, it sort of follows the whole you know love bombing and then slowly yes. but surely they find all the fuck shit going on um yeah yeah, that's definitely, you know, uh it but more less <laughs> It's less about a cult. You know, what's interesting about that movie is about that that, that's running tandem through this whole story of this cult is like uh, is about this relationship that's falling apart. And the woman who keeps trying to get her like, you know, her completely uninterested boyfriend, you know, trying to mold him into the boyfriend that he should be for her. And it's just not happening. And so, you know ultimately you know she <laughs> i'm not going to i'm not going to spoil
2: the Don't ending spoil for it. You. I, want to see I
1: won't spoil the ending of like you know what she you know what the boyfriend actually becomes for her at the end. Yeah.
2: Well there's still you know these satan or you know, the possession shows you know so you've got The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Right. You know the exorcism of this person over here. It's like everybody's like you know possessed now. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: um, But nobody did it better than Linda Blair. No. Amen
2: amen. In, All in, hail in Linda!
0: Repossessed that. Uh, <laughs> <Possessed. Leslie Nielsen laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Because <laughs> we won't, yeah, because we won't even get into Exorcist two, The Heretic, because that's no, just...
0: no. But Exorcist three was good. Exorcist three yeah.
1: was excellent. Yeah. Exorcist three was excellent. The uh, and that's another Brad Dorif. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, yes Brad yes, Dorif. Yes, yes, in yes. that, Brad he's in one
2: of my horror crushes. There's a. I was also thinking of, um, like uh, the uh, the Conjuring. Yeah, that's yeah. another one. And I like that franchise. And now all and the Annabelle. possessed and all
1: the possessed dolls. Yep. you know that's that's a big thing. And the original, the the OG possessed doll is Robert the doll. This is a real thing. You should look up Robert the doll. He's he's in he's in the he's in Key West. He's this doll that belonged to this got this kid who you know started talking to the doll and the doll allegedly started talking back to him. And then, you know, the doll would be, you know, in one place in the house and then found in another place in the house. And the kid eventually grew out of the doll. But then when his parents died and he came into the property on Key West, he and his wife moved back and he rekindled his relationship with Robert the doll. And Robert the Doll is now in this museum in Key West, and you have to ask permission to take Robert's picture – if you don't, if you just take a picture of Robert the doll without asking its permission, there, there are letters like all over this museum from people who are like, dear Robert, I took your picture without my permission, without your permission. And since then, like all these terrible things have happened. Oh Please forgive me. No, look God. it up. Look it up. Robert the doll. Are you right.
2: sure they just didn't make bad choices and like bad things happen? I'm to them? sure
1: they made bad choices and bad things. And happened I guess the them. bad choice but was not asking permission. Not asking, asking, no, you got to look up, look up Robert the doll. Yeah. Robert Robert the doll. Robert the
2: fucking doll. Robert, I can't. Believe Sorry, you guys Robert didn't the know Robert doll. Now the I'm doll. like apologizing to this theoretical doll, yeah. but it, it, yeah. So you know that Cabbage Patch doll that you had yeah. hanging around your house. Yeah, maybe I. Yeah, I here's put like punch that thing. <laughs> yes, sell it to a museum. Say this put, thing is
1: here's here's Robert the doll.
2: Robert the doll is terrifying. Yes. Oh my gosh, I do remember seeing a story about this yes, guy, Robert the doll. Look little sailor suit and everything yeah, it's like
0: that potato head there with,
2: uh, like yeah uh, there's like no feet. no <laughs> intelligence the feet <laughs> yeah he's holding a pet
1: yes robert he does the doll robert is an
2: animal liver Lo- robert, robert
1: the doll um do look up robert the doll if you believe in in possessions of items if, or if you items believe in possession items uh items retaining negative energy which I do think is a thing. Oh, I think. I mean, I worked, I worked, I worked at a very haunted theater for like 25 years. And so, yeah, I do believe, I do believe in the retention of, of, of energy. But, you know, is, is Robert the doll, is Robert the doll possessed by, you know, is he enchanted? Is he, is he possessed by a malevolent spirit? I, yeah, I, I
2: don't. He only, he only came back to life when the guy moved back in the house. And rekindles his relationship.
1: Well, right, right. And there's plenty of like stories about, you know, what what but but yeah, he's he's creepy. It's as fun, fun
2: you know, I, I, I won't mess around with it. Like I, I don't I I'd like to think about. You You're know. not
1: gonna go if we go to Key West to visit Robert the Doll, you won't actually go in.
2: I'd go in at it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask. Take his picture, and I wouldn't take his picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I. I would just observe, and yeah. I would. I would. I would. Think,
1: or the Lizzie you know. Borden house, you know. Like I mean, that you I know. Totally know there's you know there. there's some funky juju in there.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a, there's a there's
0: a hotel in Lexington, Massachusetts that's supp- supposedly quite. Haunted, mm-hmm. and and my wife said, "Oh, we should go stay." And I'm like, "No."
1: Oh like, shit! I'll I mean, go with her.
0: I, I don't. I don't. I'm very skeptical about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, why would you invite it? His in, wife like, is on pretty the, badass too. You'd off like her. chance right. yeah. that like why would you kick is? that cellar door it's open? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. I don't need to stay in that hotel,
2: so let's just not. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, so we'll go. so speaking of like local stuff, so I was alerted by Charlie Harrington that uh of Fall River, yes, that there is something going on in Kingston, Rhode Island where this woman was uh finding Dead chickens on her property, decapitated chickens. Ah, and so, well, that's
1: some Santeria
2: stuff. Yeah. So Charlie was telling me about this, and so it's like, oh. Is, so Charlie
1: Harrington is a
2: listener of ours. He is a listener of All right. ours. Well, hi, yeah.
1: Charlie. Hi, Thanks Charlie. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And yeah, if you if you are going to listen, please leave us uh, please leave us a nice review. Yeah, These five stars wherever you listen. Uh, certainly, Apple Podcasts uh, gives you the option to do that, and uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And, you know, engage with us if there are any things that you'd like for us to cover. Any stories of craziness, murder,
1: horror movie topics, because we do try to keep it to we t- do at least try to stick to horror yeah, we I know we we uh, we, we really kind of kinda... didn't we kind of didn't with this episode, but we brought in the movies, and you should all watch Trick or Treat. You can actually watch it on YouTube. Trick or Treat, nineteen eighty six. The guy who plays Skippy, and and the and the heavy metal guy is a former solid gold dancer.
2: <laughs> well, I I truly think that you know all this stuff that came out of real life heavily influences all the horror stuff that we see now, and so you know I think that's why it's relevant to talk about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's stranger than fiction.
1: Yeah, well, and you have you have you know people in the Trump administration, you know, claiming that you know witchcraft is is abound and and, and satanic influences are conspiring against. But yet there's President a witch Trump. hunt.
2: Yeah. The, he's he's the
1: victim of a witch the hunt. The greatest witch hunt in history. Well, no, the greatest witch hunt in history happened. In Matt's hometown, In in Salem. Thank (laughs) you. Well, and and technically in Peabody, but is it Peabody or Danvers? I think it's Danvers. Danvers, It's Danvers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The the Salem village. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That whole thing. But yeah. So we totally want to engage with anybody who's listening out there because this is all for you. This is all for you. Damien. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Matt, you got anything to, to, to promote?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, coming
1: out tomorrow. So he's got a couple books too, right? Yeah, I've
0: got a couple of books. Um, You can find them on Amazon if you just look up my name, Matt Ferrara, and um, my music's on Bandcamp under Matt Ferrara because I don't use any kind of stage name. Uh, I'm not cool enough for that. and that's about it. Yeah.
2: Oh, cool. All right. So cool. your books are, what, An Ocean of Maybe and uh, um, Young Drunks in Love? Yep.
0: And yep. I got a poetry book called Five Seeds Enclosed in a Capsule. Yep. But yeah I, That one came out like 17 years ago. So yeah. it's been a while since I've looked at it. Oh, maybe oh, you maybe,
2: read it anyway. Maybe you should. Uh, is there another book in the pipeline?
0: There is. I'm working. Actually, I'm working on a time travel book. Oh, cool. Um, an, an unusual time travel book where... Um, a person wakes up every day, uh, and it's the previous day. And so what do you do when your action, you can't see the results of your actions, right? Cause like if I wake up tomorrow and it's Friday instead of Saturday and I try to change things, I, then I wake up on Thursday. I can't see the results of it.
1: Interesting. So,
0: um, it's a weird story, but it, it gets creepy. There are some horror elements in it. Um,
2: we like uh, the horror. Yes, we do.
0: I write slowly, so yeah. it'll mm. be a while before that comes out, but I might post some... some Excerpts? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, Lisa's working on a film. Are you <laughs> what's in her head? I'm always working on films yeah.
1: in my head. What do you yeah. mean the the, the the challenge? The challenge? Are yeah. you kidding
2: me? We're going to be in that movie. All right. Well, the I want to I want to make gonna... a
1: movie. I want to make I want to make a horror movie based on the Tide Pod Challenge, nice. like where where kids are like filming themselves like like doing but but but, but like there's something in the Tide Pod or whatever whatever they're con- ingesting that they shouldn't be ingesting
2: and yeah and yeah and and in the film Lisa and I work at this record store because <laughs> we you know because like we have this cool record store because now people are listening to vinyl again. What? And yeah, this is this is the movie I'm writing in my head. So it, like uh, Empire
0: that, Records meets uh, like a... God.
2: Yeah, but it's horror. So all the kids like come to our record store and like ask us for advice and we like go back to horror films and like give them advice based yeah, on that. Yeah. So I, I still,
1: I just like the idea of like a, a, you know, a movie that incorporates the whole YouTube viral, YouTube celebrity viral, you know, ingesting shit that you shouldn't be ingesting. I just, I just, I just have this vision of like, you know, like a YouTube, you know, screen on a on a laptop, and somebody eating something, and then blood pouring out of their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the blood bucket challenge. Or yeah, something? blood bucket uh, challenge. The <laughs> blood bucket <laughs> challenge. The blood bucket challenge. Yeah, it'll happen. Like, it'll happen eventually. Like, you know, like to I just gotta. I just gotta put it on paper, and then get the right people to to work with me on it. Oh, but you will. Yeah, maybe. I'd watch it. All right. All right, cool. So uh I don't have anything to push really other than the podcast, my band doesn't my band's playing a private show that none of you can go to. oh so private. Cuz it's show. a birthday party for Angie C from WZLX. Um I'll I'll, I'll push her cuz she's a great DJ. Um yeah, it's her birthday party, she wants us to play. So we're going to be doing that. But, you know, we'll have gigs coming up, and you can always look us up, uh, Bikini Whale. If you like the B-52s, Bikini Whale will always deliver the goods. We're also on Facebook, as is Stay Scary Podcast. We are Stay Scary Pod on Twitter and uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you can reach us at Pod at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, stay scary. Thank you. Thanks. There's a monster in a house, there's a monster in a house, there's a monster in a house.